Yo, this is your boy CJ, the X Factor, coming to you again live from the studio underground. We here um, with the solid pods here with my co-host uh, Shine Omatic. What, what uh, What's good, gents, <laughs> ladies and gents? Sounds Omatic in the building. Oh man, it's clown on the side of me. <laughs> we back another episode of the solid the experts. You know what it is. You know the thing go. We got big takes, international, local. Sports, you name it. So I want to give a big shout out to Epic Styles before we jump into it. For all your natural hair needs, you know, they got natural hair styles for everybody, for men, women, kids, boys, girls, comfortable and affordable styles. And look, you could just book the appointment by just hitting the line, 810-4001, or make it easier, follow them on IG, Epic Styles 242, that's E-P-I-C-S-T-Y-L-E-Z 242. Hit them up on IG, hit them up on the, the phone line, and get your styles duped it. <laughs> Epic Styles. Well, after you come from Epic Styles and you don't like your style and you want to make a little claim, uh, you could hit up Bazaar <laughs> & Co., attorneys at law located at Harley <laughs> Street off of Mount Royal <laughs> Avenue, specializing in civil law, personal injury, property, wrongful dismissal, probate, etc. Family law, divorce, adoption... Anti-money laundering and compliance. The number for them is 326-0126 or 326-0127. So if you go anywhere and anybody fool with you, you got a personal problem, you can hit them up. If you got a job problem, wrongful dismissal, you could hit them up. If you just got a social problem, you don't like someone, they threaten you, that's actually a, a crime, tre- dead threats and all that, you just hit up Bazaar and Co. You know, they're ready for you. So, let's get into it. And let's... Um, Let's hit a, f- a quick recap of the weekend because, uh, I don't know, it looks like this the last weekend. Um, things are going to get rough, guys, and it's a trickle effect worldwide because uh, as sports casters, if they don't have sports, we don't have nothing to cast. So, That's true. going forward, uh, I guess we'll keep you po- posted on the solid networks on the experts pod going forward. Um, it's uh, breaking news that we found out uh, multiple NBA players tonight have tested positive for the corona and they have suspended the rest of the NBA season indefinitely until further notice. So we're not sure what they're going to do. And it looks like the four leagues are in unison when it comes to the situation. So more than likely... Before the baseball season even start, they're going to cut that. Football season is an off-season. You could still have your trades and your stuff because you ain't got to really personally be there. But um, we'll see how minicamp goes. And then all the hockey and everything is going to be, you know, shutting down in a minute. But, um, yeah, how do you feel about what's going on with uh, Rudy Gobert and who the other guy is? They say it's someone else on the Jazz. I think it's uh, Moody. Yeah, someone on the, on the Jazz just tested positive, Moutier, uh, for the coronavirus. So it actually doesn't show until two weeks later. So now they're trying to backtrack the past two weeks of which cities, cities they have been to, who have they who they um, interacted with, which is a bunch of people because you go from city to city. You have your own family, girlfriends, wives, children. So, it, it, it's it's an epidemic that's spreading pretty quick. 
uh, this is a rough one, but uh, to tell you the truth, um, we were starting to see signs of what the NBA was thinking of doing um, earlier in the earlier in the week. They were saying how they wanted to uh, have the have the games with no fans in the arenas, and um, a lot of players, uh, most notably LeBron, he was against that because he was like, you know, if the fans are in there, then what makes sense? We playing. This is an entertainment league at the end of the day, which I agree with him. This an entertainment league, and um, the NBA still was going to go forward with it. But now you have a situation where it's like, bro, an actual player catch the the coronavirus, and um, a notable player that, and you know, once a celebrity or a notable person uh, contracts something or or something happened to them, you know, the world is on notice. And I think that really caused the NBA to say, you know what, this is best to just shut this this whole thing down until we could get this under control. My question to you is, you think, did you think that was the best decision? Yeah. Them shut them shutting it down immediately. Yeah, definitely. Because um you don't want casualties. You don't want stuff get worse. Things are there are bigger than basketball. Um, yeah, you play these sports for millions of dollars, but at the end of the day, uh, you know that can replace your life. So at the end of the day, the health of players uh, is key, and it's a very contagious virus. It's not like uh, HIV or something else where you actually have to be in a close, close proximity or actually intimate. Someone could actually be in a seat before you or touch a doorknob before you, and you might not even have to interact with that person, and you just pick up the germs. So my thing is um, it's best, especially with players. Um, you got to deal with the media, everybody around you. One sneeze, the whole locker room is exposed. Different handshakes with everybody. <laughs> slapping, slapping, dapping, dapping, all this foolishness. So it really could spread rather quickly Very if you easy. don't get it contained. And even, even outside of that, um, just on a day-to-day basis, um, everybody have to be, you know, careful. Sanitize your hands, wash your hands for yeah. 20, 30 seconds. Try and stay as far away as possible for, from things you don't have to touch. And it's actually spreading. Like, people are taking this very serious. Even, um, well... Very serious. The outside world, let's say, uh, 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 certain jobs, like my job, for instance, they have us working from home tomorrow. So... They don't even want you coming to the building interacting with people because of fear that if one person catch that in the office, that's almost it. Especially if you're in a low ventilated, um, air conditioned, with all them stuff. Once I circulate, that that going round. And it ain't really no telling who could catch it. That's that's the serious part. It's like, but like like anybody could could really contract it at any point in time, and um. You know, originally when, like I say, when the league decided to say they, they, they was going to um, remove fans, it was more so, so the, so, the, so the cluster of fans didn't stand a chance of catching it. It wasn't necessarily to protect the players. But now, like you say, now you have a player catching it, it's like, bro, like, it's only a matter of time before his teammates catch it, the next team catch it. And granted, most NBA players are in a position where they, like, they in shape. Some dudes ain't really, you know, they in shape. They fit. Even a report came out saying Gobert 
he's he's still in good shape. He's ready to play tonight. So yeah, yeah. it ain't really gonna hurt him as much as the, the the average person, but it's still something not to play with because you I don't mean, know who who it could affect. The thing with it is, um, even though it's very serious, it's still being overblown. Like I've told people, because um, they're only counting the amount of people that caught it. But what you realize, even though people have died from it, but more people are being treated and cured and released from it than are, than are actually dying. So it's not like, oh, once you catch it, that's automatic death sentence. So you once you catch it early and you treat it and you get yourself together with the proper treatment, the proper medication, you can bounce back from it rather quickly, just like the normal cold or flu. But the most, the majority of the people who are dying from it are people who Older have people. Weak, weak immune systems who already had pre-existing issues or people of age 60 or older who, like I say, have weaker immune systems. Yeah. So someone like Rudy Gobert, um, it would be very shocking knowing that he is young, he is in shape, and he has world-class healthcare right. at his disposal to see him actually, you know, deteriorate. So I feel like it's just a wake-up call, but you still don't want it to spread. Yeah. That's a good question, too, um, regarding boasters, is that how long do we, do we think Rudy Gobert had that? Well, My like question, I don't know. It but, takes it takes two weeks to show. But I know there's this viral video going around two days ago where Rudy Gobert was at, there's interviewing him, and he's touching all the microphones. Uh, I guess sort of getting off of the fact that Corona is a thing, and now you have it. So people probably pointing at that video and saying, "Hey, it is what it is." But at the end of the day, it takes. I think I read a report that said anywhere from two to fourteen days. Uh, it takes to show the symptoms. <laughs> but at the end of the day, boy, it's, it's 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 not something like you say that that as soon as it touches you. At least from the reports and everything that that's that's going around, it's not really something that as soon as it touches you, you feel as if you're going to dead from the reports. But it's still taking out a lot of people, a lot of people, and um, and uh, and the death toll is, is rising relative to the percentage of human beings that actually exist. It'll probably be like maybe two or three percent at the most. But at the same time, you know. Two or three percent, a hundred something billion is probably still what in the thousands or something like that. So it's like it's 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 still a it's still a lot of of bodies, or still a lot of people that it could affect. Uh, yeah, yeah, it 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 can be a a, a very deadly um, disease, especially when you have um, some place like the Bahamas that um, we are a tourist de- destination. With cruise ships coming in day in and day out, airlines coming in day in day out, and we're about to head into our peak uh, spring break period of where you have people coming on these day cruises from Florida, Fort Lauderdale. You got people coming down for the weekend. People coming down for spring break. Then you got people coming back from from school for Easter break. Who coming to spend time with their family for the Easter break? And like I say, this is not gonna go away in March or April. So now you got people coming back for a summer break. And not just from the US. We got kids in Canada. We got kids in China. We got kids in the UK. We got kids in South America. We got people from all over the world coming back home for the summer to spend time with their family. And 
because we're on a small island and everything is so well-knit, like, once you spread it, this one go in the church. The church get it. Then this one go in the work. This one work at Lannis. A half our population, basically, is work in tourism. Between Bahama, Atlantis, and all them stores down Bay Street, you, you really could get a whole lot of your population touch if we really have an outbreak. Easily. So, like I say, a lot of jobs now are preparing their workers to work from home. Jobs that do have positions that, that, uh, <laughs> that work from home. But for a lot of us, we just got to be cautious and protect ourselves. But the question is, right, it's a, like, it's a big question. Because at, at the end of the day, do we look at it as, because I do believe, obviously, that, um, and you see what's happening around the world, people are sending their workers home. People are closing off borders. People are closing schools, right? At the end of the day, though, is that a short-term solution? Because this, 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 this virus ain't going away no time soon. So how long are we prepared to operate in that mode? Well, uh, how long we prepared is, is, I guess we can't really say. But um, I can say, we'll have to do it for as long as we need to, as we need to, because it's almost like a flu. Like, once you start to kill it from spreading, it starts to die out. Because, see, if you don't spread it to other people, yeah. and then the people who have it start to recover, then it Eventually, can start to the die out. the start to get lower and lower. Yeah, cause, and then hopefully which it's is, like the other cause yeah. that once you get it once, yeah. you really can't get it twice. So I hope it ain't like tangy. Tangy, when you catch tangy yeah. once... But some people scared me. Hey, I guess that you twice, but <laughs> two or three times, and boy, <laughs> that second time I was scared be, for my life. That beat me worse than the first time, but <laughs> so hopefully we don't have no relapse and no no thing like that. And then I so I've heard the U.S. has this thing where they're coming up with this fund on trying to find a vaccine or something for it. I don't know, but hopefully they can find something that could stop it. They mm. only could find preventative measures, telling you wash your hands. Yeah. Don't touch certain things. Don't eat certain things. Stay away from certain places. But we need to find something that where, okay, maybe if you did contract it accidentally off from something, what can you do now to eradicate it before it really tears down your immune system? And then to add to that, it's like the only thing you really could do because there ain't no cures is that they just do what you do for the normal flu. Just rest, drink plenty of fluids. Uh, try to get your immune system up. Talk you know. crappy, but listen, me and them bringing them uh them other type of culture. Everybody getting for sorcery. Yeah, I mean, get your sorcery, get you your your pine needle, no, yellow. No you know, bunch of friggin' your bush stuff. Obviously, that that coming into play. No, all in all, that, that coming into play. Be on that run. Your sorcery and stuff that coming into play. Obviously, and 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 Venus could be stuck over that. That coming into play. Um, but ah, uh, boy. My fear, I guess, is when I hit the Bahamas, uh, how will we respond? How will we quarantine those, those people? How, how will we try our best to contain that situation? But we ain't going to let go of the rope too much. Um, how do you think at the end of the day, because this is, uh, we did start talking about this because of the NBA. How do you think at the end of the day this will affect the NBA season? Um, oh, that's it. That's basically it. 
My thing is, the only thing I could see happening is the NBA will stop, try and can get, they could isolate all their players and get them straight and sorted out and then say, okay, in April, we just start straight at the playoffs. Whatever seed you're in now, that's where that, that cut off. Just cut it off there. Don't let no more. And then when the playoffs start, no fans. You play playoff games in some gym or some arena and just let them go for the championship. Or if they boycott the, 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 the 2020 championship, it is what it is. Because if the NBA don't, like I say, it could be a ripple effect. That's why so much people, especially, like I say, like ESPN, we talking about us. We don't even get paid to do this. You can imagine sports uh, in in the morning yeah. for the next two weeks with no basketball, no football, no baseball, no yeah. hockey. Like They probably could drag Stephen they, <laughs> they can be like trying to bring up old clips. Watch, everybody uh, be playing a bunch of 90s and, and, and 2000 NBA hardwood classics yeah. and stuff like that. Like, because like, what are you going to do? I can play a lot. And then don't let someone in the studio get sick. They can start saying, okay, y'all got to wait for more. Ain't nobody want to see Skip Bayless at home. And Sha- well, Shannon Shaw going to be drinking yeah. Hennessy and smoking black and mild. All day. So it, 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 it really affect the, the world. The whole economy, basically. The whole sports economy. And I guess NCAA probably might follow the same route now because I heard that they was trying to... Yeah, they said that... They, they, they want a tournament without fans inside the tournament exactly. entirely. So now who knows if they just say, you know what, let's just scrap this whole thing entirely. That's only if the players get sick. If you could, if you could now, from now, but see, that's way bigger. Because at least with yeah. the NBA, you only have 30 teams. With NCAA, you, have 64. you got 64 who make it. Yeah, but then, they got to fight against other teams just to get there. Yeah. And you don't know who they exposed to, who they been around. So it could be, it could be a... Then it's the, they got the NIT tournament and all that and stuff like that. Whereas yeah, that's probably like another 30 teams. So it's like, you got so much people, you got to quarantine and test. Like I imagine... That before they even start to, like, in the midst of all this right now, they're probably issuing tests to all the players um, in, in the NBA. And they probably have to do the same thing to all the players in the NCAA. Um, I, I just, wait, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see how they could, res- or when they could even resume this, this, this whole season thing. And like you say, it just affects everything because now what the ESPN could talk about, what the NBA TV could do. You know what I mean? What? It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a domino effect. You only could talk about it so long. It's a domino effect, though. Yeah, it affects a lot of things. I mean, this might sound funny, but even my fantasy team, I'm mad now because I, 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 I had Rudy Gobert as my starting center. Yeah, well, he's... Yeah. And Giannis Dan was old. Giannis was my, my top point giver. So I, I my, my fantasy team, I was in, I was in first. He's going into the playoffs next week. I done saying, now nah, my was, team go to going to friggin' win this championship. Good. You know, not having it. Giannis gone. Go bad gone. I did. Drummond hurt himself. I finished. You know, not having it. So I don't know what they can even do with fantasy points. I don't know what they can do with basically nothing at this point. Um, hopefully, like I say, a, a, a plan comes out from the government, the U.S. government. I saw the plan. And they try to contain it on their side. China look like, from what, anyway, from what I hear, China... Using some extreme means to yeah, contain their stuff over there. They shut down the Chinese basketball league too. They say they on a fourteen day quarantine. They say any U.S. player that's playing in the league have to return back within a fourteen days. 
Um, or whatever, or they get fined or something like that. They're saying. The thing is with China, China already has started to see a rescind in number of new cases. So how they was coming out every day with another 800, another 1,000, another 1,200 people, now it's starting to drop to where, okay, today we only had 600, today we only had 300, today we only had 200. So it's starting to call itself back, but the thing is that now it's starting to spread more on this western side of the world. But... um. I guess we, we we see how things go. Um, yeah, we'll see how things. Play hopefully, it, it starts to die down rather quickly before it even have a big impact on the Bahamas because we can't really take too much. And John, it is what it is. Keep your uh, prayers. Protect, everybody involved. Protect your 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 older siblings. I mean, not siblings. Your older family members: yeah. Grammy, Grampy, Auntie, Uncle, Mommy, Daddy. Because it's them who really. At high risk. Stock up on your little pine needle and your in your seriously. Well, ain't, ain't much, ain't much more hand sanitizer and stuff, right? No, that wasn't finished. Because I hear that being right. so Thompson trading out. If you ain't got them by now, they ain't, ain't nothing. People trying to order from the states, Amazon out. Like literally Amazon, full website out, um, um, Walmart out. It's like, what really? So, I guess it. You can see how it goes. Yeah, yeah, we can see we can see what happens. But if 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 the season ends today, if the season ends tonight for the NBA, uh, I guess it's fair to say or it's fair to ask, who are the award winners for 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 each of these awards? Oh, LeBron, too late. My thing is, Giannis already had it in the bag. LeBron was trying to catch up, but he had time. Because I think they had like 20 games left, 18 games left. He had plenty of time to run him down, and especially all him being old now. They could actually get the first, the best seed and all that. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it is a media-based award. You had an amazing weekend, though. So. You had an amazing weekend. Maybe. We'll see how it goes. Before before this whole thing. Because we know how the media goes. Well, I, I, listen. Before this whole season, Corona thing, suspended, suspended thing, the kickoff. I was ready to go in on the media, and I probably still ready to go in the media because for the last week or so, you know, they've been pushing this LeBron MVP narrative more, more harder than they ever really, really did before, right? And I see people in the media saying how you know uh, the controversies with China and uh, Kobe's death, rest in peace, Kobe, Kobe's death. Uh, Player factor in LeBron being in the lead for MVP, and I'm like, bro, what does have to do with basketball? Why do they keep on using Kobe's death as a reason to push LeBron for MVP? Why? And I just, when it comes to actual basketball, Giannis was Giannis is the MVP. He been the best player in the NBA this year, and the fact that they you know, I guess even though it's a bad thing that the season ended today, but I guess it's a good thing too because I I think today Giannis firmly in the lead for MVP, um, and I the LeBron bias in in the media is 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 too much, too much sometimes. Um, did you see? Did you think that LeBron did enough to win MVP this year? I do think he had a great year, by the way. I do think he was 
No. I, I think he probably would be second in MVP voting. But um, you don't think he had a, you don't think he did enough to win MVP? No. Why not? First of all, like we already established, you're not even the best player on your team. Second of all, obviously Giannis is the best player on this team. Obviously Giannis is the only superstar on this team. And obviously Giannis cares his team tremendously and does everything. Rebounds, scores, assists. He leads the whole, basically, league in everything. Well, Eastern Conference and everything. So, like, not no knock at LeBron. Like, I all tell people, I don't have no problem with LeBron, they just don't like to. They just don't like to admit that LeBron is number two or not LeBron number three. So then I just have to go in on him because everything is oh he's the goat goat goat. You know what goat means? Greatest of all time. That means greatest. Greatest is the greatest. It's only one goat. It ain't no oh it's it's multiple goats and blah. No, it's one goat. Greatest. Now he is an all time great. He's one of the greatest. But when it, but when it comes to the goat. It's only one goal. He, he have done. And that's Michael Jordan. LeBron is he, number two. He, he had an amazing season. He had a good season. Yeah, for, he, especially for Manor's age. Yeah, for Manor's age, he had an amazing he, season. He had a very good season. But, but I, it ain't an uh, MVP season compared to Giannis. Yeah, and at the end of the day, we got we to gotta take out all the external factors and just focus on what's going on in the court. Yeah, that's what they is called. You know what I mean? It, it, the narratives and everything good for drama and all that. It's good for Netflix and stuff like that. But it ain't really good for... Giving out actual awards. Um, yes, Lebr- what LeBron is doing is age. How long is LeBron? Thirty-five. Mm-hmm. What LeBron is doing at age thirty-five is unprecedented. Yes, he's leading the league in assists. People have said LeBron is reinventing himself. To me, I wouldn't say he's reinventing himself. I just think this is the first coach that actually said, "Go ahead and play point guard full time," and that's why you see LeBron averaging ten assists. LeBron always used to average like eight, seven, eight when he wasn't playing point guard. So this is the first coach who said, "Boy, we just let you play point guard. We just cut the middleman out and just let you play point guard." And and he getting ten assists. So it's still a career high. Still leads the league. You got to give him credit for that. My thing is, but you know, without Anthony Davis, let's take Anthony Davis out the equation. Is the rest of the players on this team this year better than the players that they had on the team last year? If you take Anthony Davis out. Mm-hmm. If you put in friggin' no. Rondo and 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 Avery Bradley no. instead of Lonzo, Mm-mm. Brandon Ingram, oh, well, Lonzo G- doing Hart. in New Orleans. Exactly. So my thing is, this year you have a worse supporting cast than what you had last year with LeBron, who couldn't, who was barely holding on to the fourth seed, and everybody like used this excuse before he got injured. Okay, there's barely holding on to the fourth seed before he got injured. For those 17 games. With a better supporting cast. Now this year. With a lesser supporting cast. The only thing that changed. Is one man. That you sent. Must see four. Five players out for. And draft picks. That one man came into there. With a lesser. You got a. You got a Dwight Howard. Who get cut by the Wizards. You know what it is for the Wizards to cut you. <laughs> you got Avery Bradley. Who was released by Memphis. You know there's for Memphis to release you? You get a Rondo who we didn't even have to bid a bidding war with. Like we left Rondo until the last and we got Rondo and let him come back because nobody else was bidding on Rondo. So you get a bunch That's of Fox. you get a bunch of no names and and washed down or supposedly 
washed up and released from other team players, but you are the Anthony Davis. And now you're the number one team in the West. The man is leading your team in points, rebounds, field goal percentage, free throw percentage, blocks, and you can still look up in my face. And they don't even call, they don't even say, oh, LeBron is in the race with Anthony Davis. They don't even acknowledge that Anthony Davis is on the Lakers. It's LeBron and the Lakers. What? LeBron and the Lakers? When you, when you have a, a person, a whole person was, in front of him leading the like team in scoring. Like a whole person in front of you, A whole bro? person in front of him leading the team in scoring. Like, again, I... Yeah, you had an amazing season. Yeah, you had a good season. Yeah, you had an amazing season. But I think it's just... It's Giannis, just, it's Giannis time. Yeah, and I think it's just unreasonable to think that, you know, at the end of the day, he's playing with Anthony Davis, like you say. He's playing with someone who's leading his team and scoring. He's playing with someone who, who, at the end of the day, is an, we've established is another top five player, and, probably. Uh, and at his first year, his first yeah. year playing with you. Even when we got Pau Gasol his first year, we lost, we, they, we didn't win the championship because they still had the gel. Most teams, look at look at Westbrook just going to Houston, fall off. Look at when Kyrie's go to a team, fall off. Even on these top five, these top five or top five at that position, players. Usually when a superstar comes on a team with another superstar, even when he went to Miami, he couldn't gel in right away with Bosch and Wade. No, it took some time for him in Miami. But when you get Anthony Davis, this is like a hand and glove, I mean, off the, I think the muscle. Yeah, the fit was perfect. The fit was perfect to me. So you got to give Anthony Davis some the credit. The fit was perfect. Um, at the end of the day, they gave up a lot to get Anthony Davis, but it was worth it um, because of the type of threat he is. Singular threat. And I think Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, their games would not have grown staying there with uh, LeBron. Their games just wouldn't have grown um, because I think Lonzo probably was a little bit out of the spotlight because LeBron is handling the ball so much. Brandon Ingram, he just couldn't work effectively off of LeBron. So their games wouldn't have grown. Um, but at the same time, give props to the Lakers, give props to their management. They had two big wins over the weekend. Um, they beat the they beat the the, the Bucks, which is the team who they chasing, and they beat the Clippers. Um, a full healthy Clippers. A full healthy Clippers team. This is the first game of full healthy. And a full healthy Bucks. And a full healthy Bucks team as well. And then lose to the Nets because LeBron missed the wide open layup. Yeah, he missed a layup. He choking up. What do you think about those wins though? How does does those wins give you confidence that uh, whenever the playoffs arrive, that you all could beat them in a seven game series? Um. Of course, but like I, I said, in my view of things, the Lakers have to play as a team. Once the Lakers play as a team, and not this whole media thing where oh LeBron carried them to victory last night. No, when the Lakers play as a team, we could beat anybody in the league. No one's gonna beat the Lakers playing as a full team. Like I say, you got a bunch of outcasts who playing good. You got Javale McGee, Javale McGee. <laughs> Is your starting center, and he putting in work. That's the thing. The Lakers have a lot of players, and and that's why we have to be careful when we call players wash up, right? When to me, when you get a a, a player like a Dwight Howard, who even though he was, uh, he he gained a bad reputation over the last few years in the league, he still was a defensive player of the year in his prime. 
he still was a multiple defensive player. Yeah. He was the best center in the league at one point in time. If he fall off, you don't think the the knowledge of how to play the game is still there? Yeah, it's always there. It, it, it ain't gonna never leave you. So unless his body is decrepit the way he can't move no more, you still he's still a veteran presence. Same with a guy like Rondo, who I think they probably ain't really using correctly. Same with he's a guy. good with that second that second unit. Yeah, it depends. He's a on and off. Same with a guy like Avery Bradley, even though he was not on that level. Same with a guy with like Don, I mean Donnie Green's been missing plenty now. Though. But yeah, I don't know why they signed Donnie Green. <laughs> they could have used that money to, to, to get two, two other good players because Donnie Green is always a time. I think in the playoffs he's a step up though. But even in 2K I, I still have to sit Donnie Green but he's been in that corner wide open throwing up rocks. But I look at the Clippers. I a little bit more worried about the Clippers. Oh yeah. I, don't, um, I feel like it actually get beat before they even bucked the Lakers. Yeah, I think the Clippers could get beaten. Houston could beat the Clippers. I, I feel so because the Clippers to me even though they brag about their healthy roster, they you could see they still figuring stuff out. And to add that, to that confusion, they brought in Marcus Morris, who also thinks he is Melo Jr. They brought in Reggie Jackson, who also once scored the ball. Homeless Reggie Jackson. So it's like uh, Bobby Smurda, little brother. They 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 brought in dudes who still need the ball, who still want to score the ball. And and it's it's such a thing as too much cooks in the kitchen. It's it's such a thing as too much players on your team that want to score all the time. That's, that's such a thing. So... That's pun, boy. That's such a thing, right? So, with the, with the Clippers, it's like, do they have a guy who they could rely on to say, okay, this who we could run here, this who could score here, this who have it going. Okay, Paul George have it going. Lou Williams, it's not your time now, so. Okay, Kawhi have it going. Reggie Jackson, you got to get that ball up. Do they have a guy who could who could direct him on the floor? Patrick Beverly is not that type of point guard. He's that type of guy on defense. But on offense, I don't think on he has that, that command. Wait, Patrick Beverly? It's a pure me, yeah, smoke and mirror guy. <laughs> I just watch Patrick Beverly play defense, and I'm highly unimpressed. I actually have more hate for Patrick Beverly now than I have for LeBron. At I, least... I, I thought you were going to say Draymond. Well, Draymond number two. LeBron is number three now on my list because he's a Laker. I hate Draymond Green second, but Patrick Beverly take the kick. I just watch this man blatantly chop blatantly getting guys' face. Even, like, what he's trying to do to LeBron. He legit walking in front of him, trying to bump him, slapping the ball on, like, irritating him to the point to where, but if that boy punch your head off, you nobody can feel sorry for you, you know? That's, that's the thing. He's an irritant. He, he's there to try to take dudes out the but game. big man, I, I get that. Mm-hmm. But on the floor, straight up, I just watch Patrick Beverly get chew up from everybody. Westbrook don't play with him. No, he's, Kyrie, he, don't play he's, with him. He's, he's, Chris he's, he's, Paul, don't play with him. So you can't tell me who's a top defender when every point guy in the league basically is go off on you, bro. This, but this, you just get one or two highlights a game and then you showboat and then you like tickle some fellas. He's screaming stuff like that. And everybody talks about, oh, he's a good defender. That's the thing. And if you go up playing ball, you play with dudes like Patrick Beverly and you play against dudes like Patrick Beverly. The thing about the NBA and the thing about defense, right? Defense, a lot of defense is intimidation. 
That's how Patrick Beverly is able to gain this reputation as a defender. If you notice, most yeah. of the players in the we league, intimidating. most of the players in the league, um, he, he can intimidate guards who probably is just scared of him. The, but ba- the, the backups. But it, yeah, the top guards in the NBA, he can't really intimidate. But, or intimidation or irritation, right? If you notice who they call the top defenders in the league, the Draymonds, Patrick Beverly's or whatever, Bruce Bourne when he was around, when he's around, right? These dudes were pests. They were just pests. They was irritating you. They was borderline dirty. Um, and they was probably intimidating you to some level. And, you know, Westbrook said the other day, Patrick Beverly, he tricked you all. Because he have your thing and he's be playing defense. He just hey, be running around doing that. He don't be doing nothing. <laughs> but he legit just don't be doing nothing. It was for the lowly vote. But, but I watched play anyway. <laughs> but I watched, and you know what made me so mad about that, that interview afterwards? But I watched the whole fourth quarter. I done saying now. Nah. I say, but LeBron, LeBron got this real problem with friggin' Patrick Beverly. Fourth quarter come, Patrick Beverly in the corner with friggin' Avery Bradley and Caldwell Pope. I was like, Man, you tell me who's the best defender in the league. We're going now. Them and they, because they was putting this pick and roll, because Kawhi really is the best defender. And they was pick and rolling. Natural defender, get, yeah. Trying to get Kawhi off LeBron. And man, when they switch on Patrick Beverly, LeBron has looked like, like glitter is getting in the eye. But he's lightweight up, and he gained to the rim. Ka- Kawhi is the best natural defender. When I say natural, I talk about a dude who don't really use intimidation tactics. He's a straight up. He defender. just straight up defending you, he's stealing your ball. He blocking he, he, it. He doing he, all that. Yeah. Patrick Beverly ain't doing. He watching none of you. That. Between him and the dude of Houston, what do you name? Covington. They are two real defenders. They are two guys who I just see. They just watch you. They watch how you move. They either blocking your shot or they picking your ball. You you ain't getting in front of them. The majority of the guys who have that re- reputation as defenders, like a, like I say, like Beverly. Or Marcus Smart, them, they just those who just really trying to get in your head first and foremost. Even Marcus Smart, I give him his props a little bit because I watch him make defensive plays and hustle players. You have that desire. He plays. He gets a lot of hustle. Hustle, players. hustle is part of defense. Hustle is part of defense. Patrick Beverly don't even give me hustle players. No, my Patrick Beverly give you hustle players. No, he's being the scrum like fighting, how, fighting how... for rebounds. He's being a scrum fighting for but rebounds. He's do more work on a dead ball than he's do when the ball live. He, when he, the ball live. He's wait till you get the rebound and try and poke it out. Yeah. Smart going up with you and taking the rebound. No. He down there poking out, and then when it's a foul, he won't try and slap the ball out your hand and be annoying <laughs> after the stuff ball though. dead. The ball literally dead. <laughs> That's why when fellas like how Avery Bradley take his ball and friggin' go on down court and talk them dead, but now nah, you get a technical foul. How? And then, too, I want people to, to also realize this too about Patrick Bevy. He no, he is hustled. But when when you talk about lockdown defense, I don't understand how you people could expect a dude who's six three to be a lockdown defender against LeBron, against Kevin Durant. That literally makes no sense. He ain't even a lockdown defender against dudes who's six three. He he could lock down backup point guards. <laughs> but that don't make you a lockdown. Point, no one can lock down a carry a a Dame or Steph. That that one over. But you can't lock them down. And that's why we don't call the one lockdown defender. No. But he won't say he's a lockdown he defender first team and then go get a torch. Now, 40 points. The thing is... Um, Niggas getting triple doubles on you. He, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's first team. Is he first team only? 
Probably the Clippers, the Clippers, I think the Clippers need him because, excuse me, he provides that edge that could, 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 could. And I watched him last year during the playoffs, especially when they faced the Warriors in the first round. Again, not really a lockdown dude, but a dude who was just hustling, who giving you an edge, who keeping you, him and Harold, to me, they have such good chemistry to where two of them, they give you that edge to make you feel as if you ain't never really out of a game. But even with last year, when he's defending KD, and he had felt that he had shut down KD the first two games, when KD was just not, actually just not trying to really score. And he started talking trash that, oh, well, you know, he had KD shook or whatever. And KD started dropping 40 on him. Like, how could you expect a player like that to shut down Kevin Durant? But ain't that we expected, no. You ever demand go on in the media and say, when they ask him, say, oh, what does it take to guide LeBron? Oh, nothing special. Yeah, well, he's, oh, it's he's, easy. He's being real. Man, big man, you saying <laughs> he's you real saying he ain't nothing special. <laughs> he's being real. You saying LeBron ain't this and ain't that, but every time LeBron in front of you, he marching you down. What happened to this? Oh, he ain't nothing special. It's easy to guide him. You mean it's easy to to, to stay in front of him until I, he starts going downhill? I got one over. I gotta add your boy to that list too. Giannis and, 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 and Ben Simmons. There's two dudes who, who really play D as well. Ben Simmons um, plays some surprisingly good D. He, he, Especially against guys who like, like you say, guys who 6'3 for a fella that size playing point guard and then guiding point guards. Like he actually play, plays pretty yeah, good Yeah, he's, he's moving sweet well. He's anticipate. He's block shots. He, and he's strong. He, you can't wait for him to get out of Philly. He, 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 he really plays some good D. They, Philly got trade one or two of them. It only, it, it's going to be a matter of time. Um, but yeah, I think the series, uh, if the Lakers and Clippers ever face off, that'd be interesting. I still think Lakers have the edge because like I said, I just, I just, the Clippers don't really have a solid direction on offense. Um, and defensively, I think they got a problem guarding LeBron, period. Unless they put Kawhi on him. And then who could guard Andy Davis? The Lakers have more of a, of identity on offense. The Clippers just getting by because they're more talented than everybody else. That's what it really boils down to, to me. Um, switching to the East, I don't see no one beating Giannis them. Although, you got some surprising teams in the East. You got the Raptors, who do who in the second seed, right? Without Kawhi. I could see Boston. You got Boston. They have a, they have a team... They got three wings. Haywood, Tatum, Brown. Three of them averaging just about 20. Um, so anytime you get three production like that from three players on the wing, you could be tough to beat in the playoffs. Then you got the Heat. The Heat still hanging around there. Philly, though. I just don't know what to make out of Philly, but they got, to me, two franchise-level players. But... They just can't put the pieces together with them too. And it's sad because I really think one of them can end up getting traded in the summer. And if they do, then that would be um similar to what happened with Well that'd be worse than what happened with OKC, because at least OKC get to the finals. They just waste two franchise talents and they didn't even get to the finals. So that'd be horrible. Um But who was your pick? Um, you changed picks and you, recently you, you you feel the same way you felt about the finals you think the Lakers getting there what do you see getting there from the East 
Um, it's still Milwaukee uh, so far. But if I had to go with a healthy team, a full healthy team, I would look closely at the Sixers. The Sixers? Yeah, you got a full healthy team because, see, like we already established, Ben Simmons and Giannis, they can go out of head to head. Who's stopping Joel Embiid? Joel Embiid gave you 42 points, 18 rebounds, or five blocks. So if they buck the Sixers healthy and full strength, I could see that being they, a good six, seven games. I think there's the best matchup in the East for Milwaukee. Um, Miami been giving Milwaukee some work too. But I do think in a seven-game series, it's a lot different. Seven-game series, I think there's the best matchup for Milwaukee. It's just... Will they coach right? You know, because you could easily, if if they if Philly coach wrong, they could easily uh, minimize the impact of those two players. To me, it, it got to be all about Simmons and Embiid dominate, and you got to put whoever around them to make sure them two dominating. Even if that means benching Al Offit, because to me he don't make no sense there. But whenever that time rolls around, you know. No, we'll 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 be there for that. We'll be there for that whenever that time rolls around. Um, locally, locally though, transitioning locally, we got fly football season coming up. How you feel about that? How you feel about? Oh boy, your all chances now in the fly football season. Ah, uh, like I say, um, I was saying earlier, we got a. Uh, it's going to be an interesting season. Um, what they did this year is they dropped the dead weight. Back in the day, you used to have about eight, nine, maybe ten teams. The problem with that is you had about three, four, five teams at the bottom who had 0-10 records, 2-7 records, 1-8 records. So what ended up happening is a lot of the best players off those teams, even though those teams were garbage, they still like certain talents. The best player of those teams started to go to the top teams. So the bottom teams fizzled out. So now you have six teams in the male side and all six of those teams are dangerous. So this year we have uh, the defending champions, Reds. Predators coming back. Um, we have the Hitman who makes the playoffs every year, just not the championship. We got the Avengers who has made the championship every year, but it's, get, class, yeah. but it's get beat every year. So they have like seven championship appearances, but no championship. Um, you got the Lions, who ain't really good, but they still hanging on. They like they 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 the best of the worst, I should say. No disrespect. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then you got the Spartans, who's the league team, the president and everything is pulled for them and all that, but they still don't win championship. And then they you got the presidents pulled for them though. Yeah, the, the league president is the Spartan. All right, go ahead. But anyway, now you got a returning team, the terrors of the league. Before the Predators won, this was the team that used to spank the Predators every year in the championship. And they play contact, and now they come over the Warhawks. And the Warhawks took a hiatus last season. They wasn't in it. They took a year off. I think even they took two? No, I think they took a season off. And now they're back, retooled, got a few pieces. I hear they get a big tight end from someplace, you know, one of the best in the league. And then 
they got some pieces, a good running back, good defense. So we're looking at, if I had to make a prediction, we're looking at Warhawks and Predators in the finals again. And it looks to be a big sluggle. So hopefully we don't have no corona epidemic over here and we could have our fans out to support us and we could have our games at the field and around our family and friends to enjoy. Some big games would be going on down there. Um, competitive games. Uh, I was on honor to watch the Avengers and Predators do good out in the championship last year, and that was that was some real competitive action. So, if you get the chance to spare, please check out flag football this year. Yeah, and the first game this year is going to be they opening out the season with the Warhawks. Uh, we play. Two o'clock. I like how you say we play because you run your lotion in the team. We play at two o'clock. We play at two o'clock against the Spartans. We handle that. Second game is uh, Avengers and Lions, and then the last game of the day is the returning defending champions uh, Predators versus uh, the Hitman that Showtime plays on. Um, That's that's gonna be a big shadow showdown. Uh, that, that, <laughs> that's gonna be a good game but yeah shout out Joe Dime we see how it goes we'll hit you up with the scores look like we're gonna bring to you a, a lot more local sports now since international sports have been uh, on the decline so next yeah. week we should have a lot more local sports when it comes to flag football um, night league playoffs night, also going night on league is well. in playoffs um, um, UB and the Shockers tie 1-1 they play in the night actually yeah, and then you got a bunch of uh, track and field events. I think the BAISS, GSSSA, and Nationals, I think, are about, about to come to a conclusion. So we should have stats and winners from those meets, them track meets and stuff like that. So until next time, everybody stay safe. Stay safe. Yeah, drink. Drink Coronas, don't catch it. Drink plenty of fluids, get your Saracy, stock up now. It's this epidemic that is coming. So stay safe until next time, next week. Godspell Life will bring you more sports, more takes, and more action internationally and locally. So until next time, don't forget, don't forget, it's all about also epic styles. Follow them on Instagram, E-P-I-C-S-T-Y-L-E-Z-242. Epic Stars 242. Natural hair needs for all. Women, children, boys, girls, everybody. Follow them on Instagram. Hit them up. Yeah, and also follow the Bazaar and Co. The Bazaar, <laughs> the Bazaar and Co. Attorneys at Law, located on Holly Street off of Mount Royal Avenue. Hit them up at 32601. Two six three two six zero one two seven. Yo. Kick it in the city when we in around town. Next door neighbors telling us that it's too loud. Now neighbor, can you please just turn that mess down? This is the sound of throwing pennies on the ground. Turn it up. I don't think